Ah, little Jason Mraz to get us going this fine morning, day, evening. Well, it depends on what time you're watching this. But uh, I hope everybody had a good Mother Day, Mother Mother Mother's Day, the Hallmark invented uh, holiday to uh, sell Denny's luncheons. I don't know. Did anybody venture out and actually stand in line at restaurants to sit down on Mother's Day? I think people are wising up to that. They either go out to dinner ahead of time, a few days before, or they just do an at-home barbecue. We did the at-home barbecue. Um, you know what was interesting though, you know, because we're sitting there, we're having the barbecue, had a steak, had a good time, and we're leaning back. The uh, meals had been eaten, the beers had started to be drunk, drunken, right? And uh, I did what I typically do it's like, um, just sit back and it's like, okay, time to get the political conversation going. I know I've got my uh, my 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 one family per here and my one family here both playing both sides of the fence we've got the uh the the extreme right winger and the extreme left winger and uh so it's just you know you just sit back and you just sit there and you go like well how about them kids shootings huh, at the schools what do you guys think about that immediately my wife gets up and leaves she leaves uh, my other family member's wife goes leaves and starts you know walking around the house trying to exercise my mother-in-law leaves my father-in-law leaves and i just let him go at it just let him go out just sit back and watch rome burn and then i got a little exciting at that mother's day here let me shut off this music but what i have noticed is um the sides of the debates on things are just so uh Everybody just plays to their political party, right? Or the rhetoric that's out there, right? Uh, like, for instance, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it for a second. Let's talk about school shootings, the student shootings, and that kind of stuff like that. I'm not talking about malls. I'm talking specifically school shootings. Immediately, the right side of the argument goes to, uh, you're, you're, until you pry the gun from my cold, dead hands. You know what I mean? That's, that's the answer that uh, unabated freedom to to buy arms to wear arms to buy a tank to you know whatever and and i lean that way i don't i don't think i don't think guns guns are a tool that is used in this problem but guns are not the problem the problem is is we've got a bunch of shit kids that have been raised latchkey kids parents work until 9 p.m at night they're feral we've got a bunch of feral kids and these feral kids are going to be feral adults and these feral people have no moral fiber in them and that's what's you know, when I was when I was younger, when I was younger, back when I was going to school, when I was in about the seventh, eighth grade, I've said this many times. I would load up with my gun in the morning as I rode my bicycle about four miles to school. I'd have a twenty-two strapped to my back as I rode down the main road in our town, and I would meet up with Johnny and Frankie and Fred and all these other dudes that also had guns on their back because we were going to school. And the reason why is we lived far enough away from school that we weren't going to go back home after school. And after school, at the school, we had our version of the Boy Scouts, which was called the Royal Rangers, right? Kids came in, we put our guns there. I do remember putting them by the teacher's desk. I don't recall ever hearing, it never crossed my mind, and I don't think it crossed anybody's mind, that somebody would grab one of those guns and go on a shooting spree and liquidate the classroom, okay? It was a different time, it was a different place. You know, I, I was at the beginning where kids were starting to be latchkey kids and everything, but there was still some type of a moral fiber in, in, in place. And the problem that we have 
guns are a tool that's used in these problems, but the problem is the people that are pulling the trigger. Okay, 100% that is the problem. We have serious mental issues in society. We, we've we lost our moral compass. Nobody, these kids, they, they don't know. They don't know. We've taken religion out of school. We've taken religion out of there. There's nothing, there's no guidance anymore, right? There's no framework of a, acceptable conduct. It's literally feral people that are growing into feral adults that are doing stupid shit, okay? So let's get back to school shootings, school, school shootings, right? Okay, so the one side of the argument is we need to ban all guns, ban all guns, ban all guns. And I sit back and I go like, well, you know, I mean, kind of like they banned all guns in Chicago and Chicago is like fucking Vietnam. So it doesn't seem to work in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it will eventually work in the future. And I'm like, well, yeah, maybe a hundred years down the road, it might have some impact, but I don't think that solves the problem of, of school shootings now. And then we've got the right side of the argument. So here was, you know, we, we've got the ability. It's not, it's wearing guns. There is no such thing as an assault rifle, blah, blah, blah. It's just a semi-auto rifle and blah, just blah, 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 blah. Right. And I see the two sides starting to lock up and I'm just sitting there in the middle and I'm just going, yeah. Perfect. This Mother's Day just got fucking exciting. Let's go. But what is the reality that we're dealing with here? Okay, I don't. I don't want to see school shootings. I really don't. I don't want to see. I, I'm all about protecting kids. I mean, you heard me. You might call me a socialist. This is the last show that I did. Well, I was talking about the uh, school government lunch program, and because of these feral adults, the same feral adults that were are doing these mass shootings and stuff like these, these some these same feral adults are parents now. And they, they don't, they can't set up the budgeting in their household to feed their kids. They're self-centered. They'd rather have their HBO Max and their Netflix and everything than actually feed their fucking kids. But we've raised them into adults. Now these adults have parents and they can't take care of their kids. And so my opinion on that is, yeah, I don't want any, I don't want to see any kid going hungry. And it's like, oh, but this is the United States of America and I'm libertarian and, you know, we, we don't want to, we don't support and the government should support and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, all right, right. Yeah, this is the United States of America. It is. It is. It is. But we are socialists. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's just a matter of how socialists are we going to let ourselves become, right? Social security, uh, free education, kindergarten through 12th grade. Those are all social programs, right? Medicare, Medicaid, whatever. Social programs. We, we do have socialism, okay? We do. Now, my thing with when it comes to important things like feeding kids, I don't think any kid in the United States should go hungry. I think we are a wealthy nation and we should reallocate resources to take care of some issues that we have. And, you know, the thing is, if we're going to be taxed up the ass and the government's going to have all this money already, the money's already there just to be reallocated. How about, you know, how about fuck Ukraine and how about let's feed the kids? How about that? How about that? You know, so, so anyways, so we're sitting there, the argument's going back and forth. And, you know, once it's, it's, it all becomes about the guns when we're talking about the security of our schools and the security of our students. And I think, I, I think as Americans, we, we protect what's important to us. Right. 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 Some assholes, you jump on a plane, they fly it into the trade center. Right. So what do we, what do we do? We establish the TSA, we establish all this kind of stuff, some of which I don't agree with, but how many terrorists have taken over a plane and, and flown it into a building since nine 11? How many terrorists have hijacked planes in the United States? 
It doesn't happen. It hasn't happened because we have impeded the process. We have impeded the process through uh, non, non-ticketed non passengers just can't go up to the uh, boarding gates. Uh, there's heavy-duty security. You have to go through metal detectors and everything. We protect what's important to us. And in, in the United States of America, the whole travel industry, we couldn't we couldn't allow people to be afraid to fly and, and not use, you know, it was too big to fail. So we had to do something about it. And we did. And now people aren't taking planes and flying them into Disneyland, okay? The question is, is when it comes to the kids in schools, it all it automatically jumps into this argument about gun control. Gun control. Gun control. And I think I think America is so concentrated with weapons and guns that any we could stop selling guns tomorrow, and I don't think it would stop these crazy incidents from happening. Okay. Since Columbine, the media has glorified these assholes that go in there and light up classrooms. Um, There's this demented view in society uh, where uh, if you're going to go out, go out with a bang and you want to be infamous. Infamous is as 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 enticing as 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 fame. You know what I mean? So we've got these warped kids that have grown into warped adults that are doing warped shit that just would did not exist 20 years ago. But here we are. But here we are. So what do I think we should do? I think we should secure these school campuses. Oh, that's going to cost us a lot of money. Yeah, well, we blow a lot of money on bullshit all the time, don't we? Don't we? You know? So if we're going to blow money on the Ukraine, I think we should spend some money on the schools and get it more locked down where it's just not a free-for-all where anybody can walk in there and any Tom, Dick, and Harry in a trench coat can walk in there with an AR-15 underneath his jacket and just start blowing away kids. I think we need to impede that process. Would that solve the problem that we had in Texas at, at, at the malls or whatever where people are lighting stuff up? No, it doesn't solve that. It doesn't solve that. But let's knock down one at a time. So, so that's my view. And it's like, oh, well, that's a socialist view. We don't need a – I don't want my kids going to a prison where they have to go through metal detectors. Okay, 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 okay. I want my kids protected. I want my kids protected. I want them in a, in a place that is protected, okay? I don't just want some asshole going in there. Now, Texas has this great idea where they're going to take teachers and, and classify them as some type of a, um, uh, some type of a, uh, almost like a, they, they had a name for it. They had a name for it. It's almost like deputize the teacher, but it's not, that's not it. Uh, but Texas is putting a, they're, they're going for this plan to where if you're a teacher and you want to get certified uh, to carry a gun in the classroom, um, you can do that and you'll get an extra $20,000 a year. And I think that's a, a good a good step, but how about we just stop the guns from coming in the school or the wackos from coming in the school at the at the at the launch? Okay, let's secure those schools. Uh, you you don't see too many people going to military bases and open them up fire. I mean, it has it has happened. It's very rare, but you know when you impede the process, when you have metal detectors, when you have this other kind of stuff, it just slows down. And I'm not saying it's impossible for some idiot to go into a school somehow, drop in there and unload, but we just need to impede the process the same way we have done at the airports. Um, yeah. So a lot of people won't agree with me on that. A lot of people will say, well, that's just, uh, well, you know what I think it is? I think it's common sense. And I think there's a lot of people in this country that are in the middle between the ban all guns and you can't take the guns out of my hand. It's like, okay, well, let's, the gun is the tool that's being used. Let's focus on the actual problem. What do we do about malls and stuff like that? No idea. No idea. No idea. But okay. Enough of that rant. Enough of that rant. But I mean, what I was seeing at this Mother's Day luncheon, uh, which turned into the evening, which turned into a political debate, is that there's no, or it's very difficult. 
it's very difficult for somebody that identifies as a leftist and somebody that identifies as a right winger to even have a conversation to actually come up with some type of a real solution because they just go to the stereotypical talking points, school shootings, gun control, boom. And then they just lock up and it's, and, and I think that's a problem we have across the board. I, I think there's not enough communication. I think there's not enough discussion between people of the two different main political parties. And it just, you know, it, 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 it plays itself out where it just, everybody just digs their heels in and they just start getting amped up and angry and yelling. And it's the end of the story. Anyways, anyways, I think I got them both to mellow out a little bit. I, I, I think I did my work. Anyways, Daily Wire. Uh, Daily Wire is tweeting today that Miller Lite is the next beer to actually start joining uh, the woke revolution. And I actually took a look at this uh, at this uh, commercial. And I don't know why my image flips when I go to picture in picture. Anyways, well, we'll deal with that later. Um, but Miller Lite has this advertisement. Now, hopefully you're watching on Rumble so you can actually see what's going on here. And I don't know if this is Miller Lite playing woke. I think it's Miller Lite almost being sarcastic and throwing in a million pictures of girls in bikinis, which you can't technically do anymore, And but they're doing it. But they're doing it under the guise of, we want to buy that bullshit back. But I think I think it's just a... I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Know. I don't know. They're they're calling it that Miller Lite's going woke. I think Miller Lite is going sarcastic, if you ask me. So let's go to this. Let's take a look. Um, I'm going to get my image out of the way if you're watching on Rumble. And let's take a look at this commercial. You tell me what you think. I think this is fucking hilarious. Here's a little known fact. Women were among the very first to brew beer ever. From Mesopotamia to the Middle Ages to colonial America, women were the ones doing the brewing. Centuries later, how did the industry pay homage to the founding mothers of beer? They put us in bikinis. Wow. Look at this shit. Wild. It's time beer made it up to women. So today, Miller Lite is on a mission to clean up not just their shit, but the whole beer industry's shit. Miller Lite has been scouring the internet for all this and buying it back so that they can turn it into good for women brewers. Literally, good How, you ask? Ladies, take it away. First, we turn the bad into compost. Then we feed compost to worms. Push out beautiful fertilizer. That good helps farmers grow quality hops. Which is then donated to women brewers to make their own really good But there's definitely more out there. In your attic, in the garage, in your parents' basement. Send any shit you got into Miller Lite and they'll turn that into good shit too. Oh. So here's to women, because without us, there would be no beer. All right, all right, enough of that. Uh, let me get my camera back up here. So if you're listening to the audio-only podcast, I think you definitely should go over to Rumble, follow Radio Underland. It's all one word. Just look for Radio Underland, one word, no spaces, no nothing. And click on the follow button and take a look at this uh, so you can see it for yourself. I think they're being sarcastic. I really do. I really do. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But, uh, you know, hold on. I'll pause this. I got my next story coming up, and I want to play it. Oh, no. Let's Let's refresh. Uh, this is another going to be another benefit if you see this on Rumble. And let me get this up in here. And here we go. This What happened was there's a student 
this next audio, it's going to be hard to discern, but it's a student that had their phone taken away. Another one of these feral kids that I was talking about earlier, uh, raised by feral parents or absent parents, probably. You know, and that whole thing. Let me, let me, let me, let me talk about that. We we've developed this society that is so freaking expensive to live in that it's hard to get by on a single earner 1955 ideal where dad goes to the factory and comes home and mom has dinner on the table and mom's already helped the kids with their hair, homework and all that other kind of shit. We've developed a society where that's not, it's not feasible for most people, and with it not being feasible, there's repercussions. And repercussions are this new generation of just fucking assholes, assholes. You know, I saw this old clip and it was from the 50s and it, it, it was like a movie clip and, and it was going around. People had been memeing it and stuff. And it was like, uh, mommy, mommy, it was this little boy and he's talking to his mom that's making dinner for her dad, for the husband to get home, meatloaf or whatever. And the, and the little the little boy goes, mommy, I think I'm a girl. And the mom simply said, well, you're not, Johnny. So stop. Sometimes we need some of the simple common sense to just say, well, Johnny, you're not. Okay. Anyways, let's watch this feral kid in action. Uh, this is on Instagram. And uh, this, this feral kid actually had a uh, container of pepper spray with her. And she decided that when the teacher took the phone, it's not really clear on what the reason was why the phone was taken. Uh, but this student definitely decided to pepper spray this teacher a couple times. And the second time, the teacher starts to lose his shit. Uh, it's pretty amazing. Let's watch this. WTS, these children are going crazy over their cell phones. Dot no, teacher in Antioch. TN got pepper no. sprayed twice. She just made the No. No, I gotta go. Hold on. Running out in the hallway to the teacher left after he was maced or pepper sprayed the first time. Oh, and she squirts the teacher again. Oh, she got her phone back. Over the phone is crazy. Okay, so <laughs> I don't know what the reason was why I don't know what was going on. This is obviously a feral kid with no respect for authority. Um, call me old school on this. I think if cell phones would have been around when I was in school, I don't think they would have been allowed in the classroom. Now I know parents are out there screaming, well, for safety reasons, my kid needs to be able to have their phone. That's the only way they can contact. What if a school shooting happens and uh, they, he can't get, they can't get a hold of anybody. Okay. Okay. I, I believe kids can have phones. I just don't think they should be on them in the classroom. Okay. Call me old fashioned, call me whatever you want to do, but I just don't think, I mean, walk into the classroom set your phone in a little box there by the door uh, you know where you, where you put hang your backpack for grade schoolers and shit and a little tray and just drop your phone in there and don't be on the phone when you're in class well Dick, you're just wanting more regulations and blah 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 dude these kids are fucking around on their phone 24 7 and that's why we have kids that can, can barely read they're wanting to do i saw some headline the other day about some city in california that was doing away with testing and math and english or math and something just because kids are fucking stupid and they're fucking stupid because nobody's taking the time to actually instill in these kids discipline 
and 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 make them do things like learn to read. They're too sidetracked. We've got this ADD generation and fuck it, man. Fuck these morons. They're they're kids. You know, everybody I love kids. I love kids and I love my kids, right? But I know that if kids are left to their own devices, they will grow up to be complete and utter morons. They will be the population that populates the movie Idiocracy, okay? Kids are dumb as fuck. You guys are giving them way too much credit to think that they are intelligent beings. They have to be groomed to be intelligent beings by teachers that care, by parents that care, by a society that cares. Letting these kids run wild, letting them be on their phone listening to fucking Beyonce with their AirPods on the whole time when they're supposed to be learning, I don't think it's a good move. I think we need to crack down on this bullshit and get the phones out of the classroom. Let them bring their phones to school, but make them just stash it away in a little box, a little Tupperware container, put it on a shelf, and they sit down in their class and they they, they actually learn. But we're afraid of kids. I mean, the government started this. The government started this when they started interfering with parents and how parents discipline their kids. Yes, I'm not one for kids being beat, but I believe that was the exception to the rule. And I believe some of these little assholes like that fucking cunt that just went out there and just sprayed her teacher twice with pepper spray. Believe me, I bet that bitch needed to get a few ass whippings when she was a kid. I don't want to. Whatever. It worked. It worked in the past. I'm not a psychiatrist. Dr. Spock, that motherfucker fucked it up for everybody. But feral kids are on the rampage and they're pepper spraying teachers now. And we're just going to sit back and watch it and just let it go on. And it's all because because kids are addicted to their phones. She's straight up addicted. She's like a crackhead. I need my phone. I got to have my phone. I'm I'm willing to pepper spray my teacher to get my phone back. What kind of fucking problem? Why did she have pepper spray to begin with? Why, why are kids walking around on campus with pepper spray? Okay. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And, and, and I can see the flip side on that because you're, you're a father. You have a daughter. She's walking home after school to an empty house where there's no parents around. You don't want her to be abducted on the street. You don't want guys to take advantage of her because we've got these other feral assholes that have already graduated high school. And uh, you don't want her raped, raped, kidnapped, killed, stabbed. So you give her pepper spray. So I see that side of the argument, too. I see that side of the argument, too, uh, it, because we got feral people on the outside of the schools. we got feral students on the inside of the schools. And it's just fucking society, man. We've got to rein this shit back in. We've got to rein it back in. We've got to. So anyways, uh, mega church pastor Jack Gibb Hibbs. He's over there in Chino, uh, Chino, Calvary Chapel, Chino, right? Uh, he's getting blasted a little bit today because people don't like what he has to say about transgender and the Bible and all this other kind of stuff. So let's just let's just work our way through this article. And this article is posted by LGBTQ Nation. Uh, so if it's going to have any spin to it, it's definitely going to have the spin from the LGBTQ Nation. But the headline here is Mega Church Hate Pastor says transgender agenda was planned by Satan himself. It doesn't really clarify whether Satan was trans or wearing high heels or tucking his dick, but it was planned by Satan himself. Jack Hibbs, an anti-LGBTQ plus pastor who preaches at the Calvary Chapel Megachurch in Chino Hills, California, said that Satan himself planned the transgender agenda. Hibbs then demonstrated that he doesn't understand the Bible or science very well. Now, that's, that's the LGBTQ nation putting that in there. Hibbs, who thinks legalized same-sex marriage 
crucified God's word has recently announced his nationwide campaign to require educators to out LGBTQ plus students to their parents. He said doing so is needed to fight the demonic and dark satanic powers in public schools that are sexualizing and mentally abusing children. Hmm. Hibbs said they're the ones forcing it down people's throat. Now, now, hold on. Let me get my picture in picture here uh, because, because I agree with that. It's the LGBTQ nation and the militant LGBTQAI plus that are forcing this into children, for, forcing a sexual orientation into children. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think anybody had a problem. Uh, nobody had a problem with adults going to Hamburger Mary's and doing drag queen bingo. Nobody had a problem with a 21 and over bar where there's drag shows at night. Nobody nobody was saying anything. Drag shows, drag queens, drag all this. It's been going on for decades, right? And nobody had an issue with it until, until the drag queens started moving their way into the libraries, story times with the drag queen, taking something that is that is definitely a sexual orientation, a sexual identity, a sexual urge, and start moving it into areas where children were at. And that's when the mass, a mass the majority of Americans, 57% on the last study that I read, 57% of Americans, we're not down for that. We're not down for that. There's a time and a place for everything. And if you want to put on silicone tits and high heels and fishnets and go out there and tuck your dick and put your ass in people's faces, I don't have a problem with that whatsoever. As long as you're not doing it in front of kids. You want to have a pride parade? That's fine. Block off the street, make it a ticketed event for people that are 18 and over, 21 and over. But if you're going to do it on public street, if you're going to do it on public street and you're going to have your dick out to kids, I have a problem with that. And if you're a parent, if you're a parent that takes your kids to this kind of shit because you want them to be woke, well, that's on you. That's what you do with your feral kids, whatever the fuck you want to do. You probably haven't been there for them at all. And when you are there for them, you decide to take them to a drag show. Okay, I don't know. I don't know. I just think that children, 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 non-sexual children, children that aren't even sexually active, to push all this transgender, blah, 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 and bullshit in their face at such a young age... That's when America starts having a problem. And Jack Hibbs is a pastor that has a problem with that. Okay. Um, pastor Hibbs also says that parents will never surrender their kids to the transgender agenda. He also said transgenderism is a violation of the word and will of God. It is a violation of humanity. It's a violation of science. It's a violation. If you're an evolutionist regarding evolution. Well, that's an interesting take. Uh, and, and then these LGBTQ nation, they say here, in reality, the Bible often referred to as the word of God has verses supporting trans people. Well, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I don't, other than the Bible stating to love everyone, doesn't matter what they're wearing or who they're fucking, love everyone, which I agree with 100%, you should love everyone, uh, but has verses supporting trans people? I don't know. I don't know about that. Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah, everybody was butt fucking and God sent a fucking lightning bolt up the whole city's ass and leveled it. So I don't know what verses they're referring to as biblical verses that support trans people. And it's funny that they can just put this paragraph in there. I mean, fucking quote the Bible. Say say where it says that supports trans supports trans because I've I've been in the church my whole life and I never heard any thou shalt put on thy high hills and fishnets and go jiggle and tucketh thy dick. I don't remember that any Bible verses that I learned in Bible school, you know, whatever. 
Uh, Hibbs went on to say it's a violation on every front. Hibbs, he said it's, it is perverted, it is debased, it is godless, it is insanity, and it is the propping up of severe mental illness and or the severe judgment of God. Uh, and, and then they go on to say the argument from LGBTQ Nation is that trans identity is not a mental illness. According to the World Health Organization, well, they could have it wrong, too. Um, nevertheless, Hibbs continued, transgenderism is actually a sexually perverted cult. The Christian is the only one with guts to stand up and say, hey, transgenders, you need Jesus. If you really want to transition, you need to transition over to Jesus Christ and be born again. Transgenderism is an anti-God, anti-Christ plan of, one, of none other than Satan himself, uh, according to Hibbs. Hmm. And then here, here we go with the fight back from the LGBTQ nation. Uh, unbeknownst to Hibbs, there are many transgender Christians. In fact, Angelican, Baptist, Episcopal, Evangelical, Methodist, Presbyterian, and Unitarian churches all have trans clergy members. Which they're not lying. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. But uh, yeah, so Hibbs. Oh, we, we hold, hold on. We got a video from Hibbs. Another bonus for you people that are watching on uh, Rumble. And I actually want to pull this up. Let's let let's 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 let Hibbs talk about this in his own words. Let's see what he's saying. Oh, he's echoing me. He ain't lying.
Hmm. Interesting. Came off a little softer when you actually hear him talk it. When you're other than just reading the text of the whole situation. Um, you know, you know, with Jack Hibbs, we can get into the whole religious argument of, of it, of whether it's a, whether God condones it or not. But I'll tell you what, just from the common sense approach from where I'm at, I don't even need to get into the rig, re, uh, religious argument of it. I don't want normal people, cisgender heterosexuals fucking in front of my kids. And I don't want transgenders bringing up their sexual proclivities and stuff in front of my kids either. I just want to keep sex out of the schools. There's a time and a place for everything. I don't know when that is, but it's not elementary school. I know I know that for a fact. I know that for a fact. You know what I mean? Uh, and we can debate when it's okay to talk about whatever. But, uh, you know, this trans story hour, get the fuck out of here. You know, like, like, like what I, I like what, what it, so, so I, as, as a cis male that's into females, I'm going to host a story hour that has a theme of I fuck chick story hour. No, it's wrong. It's wrong. And I would probably be ran out on rail if I tried that. It's the same thing. And same thing. We're going to skip that article. Let's see. I've already been yakking for 32 minutes. I've been ranting for a whole lot, a whole lot today. Uh, but let's check this out. The defiant seventh grader that's over there in, uh, I forget where he's from. The defiant seventh grader sent home for there are only two genders t-shirt. Well, he wore a new t-shirt <laughs> and it said, it said there are censored genders. And he got busted for wearing that shirt. Let me pull up. Let me get me out of the way. Let me get me out of the way so you can actually see see this. Uh, yeah, he wore another T-shirt that said there are censored genders. And now this kid, he got re asked to remove it after the seventh grader Liam Morrison was sent home from his Massachusetts school in March for wearing a there are only two genders T-shirt and later gave the school board an earful about it. I think we played that in an older ep episode. Um, the, the kid added a little plot twist. And this time... Uh, the 12-year-old shirt included the word censored over the part of the verbiage of the slogan that said that there are only two genders. Um, it wouldn't be a surprise if Liam's in-your-face trolling made blood boil among staff at Middleborough's Nichols Middle School. And did Indeed, he was told to remove the shirt. He was told to remove the shirt. Now, 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 come on, come on. The shirt says absolutely nothing. It literally says there are censored genders. There could be anything behind the censored, but these teachers, they know what he's doing. I, I agree. I agree. He's trolling. And, but you know what? I also agree that he has every right to troll. So he did take off the shirt when he was asked, but a law firm representing Liam said he's now suing. And you know what? In America where it takes people suing to get shit done, more power to you, Liam, sue their pants off for a shirt that was obviously not offensive to anyone. Maybe it was a little satirical. Uh, but Liam, he's suing the school and I wish him the best. I wish him the best. I wish he gets all the money, uh, uh, uh to, to buy as many shirts that offend people as he wants. This is America. And the kid, the kid's got some balls on him. He's got some balls on him. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. Let's, 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 I know, I think we played it again, but let's play it again. This, uh, 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 Morrison teach, uh, talking to the school board in case you didn't catch the old episode. Good evening. My name is Liam Morrison. I live at 519 Wareham Street. I'm in the 7th, 10th grade at Nichols Middle School. I appreciate the opportunity to speak to you today. I never thought that the shirt I wore to school on March 21st would lead me to speak with you today. On that Tuesday morning, I was taken out of gym class to sit down with two adults for what turned out to be a very uncomfortable talk. I was told that people were complaining about the words on my shirt, that my shirt was making some students feel unsafe. Yes, words on a shirt made people feel unsafe. 
They told me that I wasn't in trouble, but it sure felt like I was. I told, I was told, that I would need to remove my shirt before I could return to class. When I nicely told them that I didn't want to do that, they called my father. Thankfully, my dad supported my decisions and came to pick me up. What did my shirt say? Five simple words. There are only two genders. Nothing harmful, nothing threatening. Just a statement I believe to be a fact. I have been told that my shirt was targeting a protected class. Who is this protected class? Are their feelings more important than my rights? I don't complain when I see pride flags and diversity posters hung throughout the school. Do you know why? Because others have a right to their beliefs just as I do. Not one person, staff, or student told me that they were bothered by what I was wearing. Actually, just the opposite. Several kids told me that they supported my actions and that they wanted one too. I experienced, wait a moment. I was told that the shirt was a disruption to learning. No one got up and stormed out of class. No one burst into tears. I'm sure I would have noticed if they had. I experience disruptions to my learning every day. Kids acting out in class are a disruption, yet nothing is done. Why do the rules apply to one, yet not another? I feel like these adults were telling me that it wasn't okay for me to have an opposing view. Their arguments were weak, in my opinion. I didn't go to school that day to hurt feelings or cause trouble. I have learned a lot from this experience. I learned that a lot of other students share my view. I learned that adults don't always do the right thing or make the right decisions. I know that I have a right to wear those five, a shirt with those five words. Even at 12 years old, I have my own political opinions and I have a right to express those opinions. Even at school, this right is called the First Amendment to the Constitution. My hope in being here tonight is to bring the school committee's attention to this issue. I hope that you will speak up for the rest of us so we can express ourselves without being pulled out of class. Next time, it may not only be me. There might be more students that decide to speak out. Thank you for your time and good night. Well, there you have it. There you have it. And that's exactly what I, I, the kid nails it when he says that this, you know, the reason why he was pulled out is because he didn't share the views of the teachers and, uh, you know, they just, they went berserk. All right. So let's wrap up. We've gone way over. Uh, Disney plus is losing lots of money. Disney plus loses more subscribers after posting its first, uh, losses. Uh, let me be there. Disney Plus loses millions of su subscribers for the second time after posting its first loss in 2022, according to a new quarterly earnings report. Uh, Disney Plus has lost several more million subscribers now, the second time the streaming service has reported a, a decline. Uh, launched in 2019 with the premiere of The Mandalorian, Disney Plus has become the home not only of Star Wars content, but also Marvel, Pixar, National Geographic, and much more. Uh, there's a couple articles about this. Let's see. Uh, Disney just lost millions of subscribers. They, they're asking, is it the Mandalorian to blame? I haven't watched the newest Mandalorians. I know Lizzo's on it and Jack Black. Uh, I don't know. But people, I but you know, at the same time, this just reminds me. I got a I got an email the other day that said Disney Plus. It went up from like, uh, don't quote me on this, but like sixty bucks to one hundred seven or one hundred ten or one hundred fifteen. Hundred, it, it had a pretty significant increase on how much it cost to have Disney Plus. And I got an email that the next year was going to cost that much. So hey, maybe they're pricing themselves out. You know, you ever think of that? Maybe it's. You know, plus Disney Plus, they don't have, yes, they have a massive library of content. They do have all the Star Wars. I'm probably going to keep it. But as far as new content that comes out, they're, pre they're pretty weak. I think the only company that's weaker as far as bringing new material, yes, Disney Plus does do The Mandalorian, is Apple. Apple barely releases any new shit. But, oh, but on Apple, I'll tell you what, the other night I clicked on a show, and I am not into sci-fi whatsoever, but I clicked on the show Silo, and I watched the first couple episodes. It's pretty good. 
worth a check out. I haven't finished it. I think they're releasing. It's one of those shows where they release a new episode once a week or something like that. And I'm not caught up yet. But the first couple episodes I watched, Silo, it's kind of interesting. You might want to check it out. Uh, Wendy's Restaurant to begin replacing drive-thru staff with AI chatbots. Um, let's see. They're claiming it's as least, at least as good as our best customer service representatives. And it's probably on average better said Wendy's CIO, uh, Kevin Viscani on the wall street journal. So here we go. Uh, if you're in high school and you had a job at the, the window at Wendy's, you're going to be replaced by an AI chat box. So good, good for Wendy's. Let's just uh, get rid of all these jobs. Um, the California reparations panel that was demanding, uh, up to 1.5, what was it? 1.5 million per black, uh, Californian that is 71 years old and over. They're also, they're also going to give state agency veto power over local real estate de- uh, decisions. Uh, California's reparation task force is calling for the state legislature to require all cities and counties with allegedly segregated neighborhoods to submit all their real estate ordinances to state to this new state agency for approval based on whether they maintain or lessen residential racial segregation. The task force created by state legislation signed by Governor Gavin Newsom in 2020 formally approved last week its final recommendations to the California legislature, which will decide whether to enact the measures and send them to the governor's desk to be signed into law. Well, the governor so far, he hasn't, you know, they said 1.5 million and he said, no, there's other things. And now they're wanting to have regulating power over real estate transactions. Um, that, but just because these are the conclusions that this group appointed by Gavin Newsom is coming to doesn't mean it's actually going to get signed into law. Okay. Uh, let's see. No, I mean, I'm going to get out of this one. Oh, 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 another, another exclusive if you're a Rumble viewer. And there is something weird going on here. I mean, I believe any kid can wear pastel colors, et cetera. But this mom, she's walking around the Target, uh, the Target kids clothing in the, and specifically the boys section. And everything's like flowery and just pastel colors. And I, I believe me, I'm not saying pastel colors make you gay and everything, but it does seem like a little odd. Like, like why, why, I mean, didn't, didn't they used to have wrestling shirts in Target and monster trucks and everything? Now it's like a little unicorns and shit. Well, if you're watching on Rumble, take a look at this here. Let's, let's let, let this play. And for those of you that are listening only, yeah, some rainbows. We've got, I don't know, just a bunch of little flowers and bugs. I don't, it does look, I feel like I'm looking at the girls, little girls clothing section, but she's in the boys clothing section. And all of this stuff, man. This is the boys section. Oh, hey, we got a boy shirt. Hold on. This is the boys section. We're in the boys section. Uh, Ma'am, is this? You got to be kidding me. Is this the boys section too? She's holding up a pink uh, sweatshirt and pink shorts. Now, you know, I ain't pushing the agenda. That's it right there. It is. That's it right there. This it is just. Sick. Target, do better. Yes. Yeah, Target, do better. Uh, anyways, it is odd. It is odd. It does look like the pastel monkey threw up in there. And this mom is just saying, Target, do better. It's, it looks like they're trying to push some type of agenda. I don't know. It's just it's the subtle stuff that does goes unchecked. I'm not saying little boys can't wear pink, but there's just something weird going on. It's like, it's like subliminal messaging. Subliminal messaging telling kids to, you know, tuck their dick and become a, become a girl. 
All right, well, that's it. This is Jake with Radio Wonderland. I'm going to leave you now, and let's let's go for some closing words from our, our dearly departed Mr. Rogers, and he's going to sing us out today. Let me get this up full size if you're watching on Rumble, and uh, uh, enjoy yourselves. Have a good night. I'll talk to you later. Hold on. Hold on. I fucked it up. I can't get the volume to play. Hang on. Hang on. I must have this whole page muted. Hang on. Yes, I do. Let's try that again. Only girls can be the mommies. Hold on. Let's rewind it. We're going out with a bang. You didn't tune into Rumble to not see Mr. Rogers. Here's Mr. Rogers once again. Here we go. Only girls can be the mommies. Only boys can be the daddies. Yes, sir. Everybody's fancy. Everybody's fine. Only. There you go. There you have it. <laughs> Mr. Rogers dropping some knowledge, some common sense, uh, which is heavily, heavily, heavily contested in this country. Anyways, people, I'll talk to you later. Have a good one. Peace.